Hello, this is Hector Vladimir. Today is the 12th of February, 2021. I'd like to keep discussing the topic of power companies ripping you off. And to reiterate, your power company bill is among your highest in majority of the people's monthly expenditures. If you compare your power bill to any other bill, it's among the highest. That is apart from a mortgage payment, a rent payment, apart from perhaps a car note or car payment. About your second or third highest bill is typically your power bill ranging from almost $100 to sometimes $1,000, depending on location, the size of your home, the amount of energy that you quote-unquote use. And I'll go over that here in a moment. But again, it's one of your highest expenditures. It is by no means the way it should be, the way it must be. This is untrue. This is a myth that's been propagated by the power company, which is a very, very powerful and very, very controlling and monopolistic entity in almost every county, city, state in the United States and throughout the world for that matter. I just want to explain a little bit more, develop why the power company is the only choice, the only company available in your area. There is, to my knowledge, almost always only one power company available in any one area. Governments, city, state, county governments give one power company the power to control a certain area, basically allow it to be a monopoly in that area, meaning that they are the only ones in business. Because they argue that it is so costly, complex, or complicated and expensive to run a power company that only one can be allowed to operate so they are profitable enough to maintain the power grid, basically all of the equipment, wiring, power lines, personnel, substations, generation stations, whatever it may be, you name it. It is so costly to maintain those, they argue that they must have just one power company controlling any one large certain area. And that is the legend. That is how it goes. That is their argument, which is, I believe, very weak and very untrue. Just compare the power company to, let's say, your cell phone provider. Cell phone providers have a very vast and complicated perhaps more complicated than the power company infrastructure or system set up throughout basically the whole country and the world by now. They have towers, they have stations, substations, they have an army of people that maintain the infrastructure, towers, antennas that actually provide the service, the support, millions of people calling in for support because of their service not working correctly or their phones not working correctly, you name it. I mean, it is a vast system, arguably similar, very similar in complexity and size to the power grid. Yet, you do have a choice. You do have several, if not many, many companies available for you to switch around. And no one could argue that those cell phone companies are not profitable enough to stay in business. Especially when we talk about the big cats, big cell phone companies such as AT&T, Verizon, Sprint, Cricket, Metro, PCS, T-Mobile, Walmart. They do have their own phone service, 
Boost Mobile, I mean, there are a repertoire, a menagerie of companies that are out there that have been out there for decades, and they seem to be doing just fine as far as operating and being profitable. I mean, cell phone use profitability has gone nowhere but up in the last three or four decades. And I could argue very strongly that it has been about the same for power companies. Their profitability has gone nowhere but up. People use and consume more power. They have more gadgets, more land, more business. Populations keep growing throughout the country on average. So, of course, more houses connected to the grid, more profitability, more energy being used, more energy being consumed and demanded. So no one can tell me that having two, three, four power companies is impossible. Who would own the infrastructure? Who would own the wiring that the power companies use to deliver power to each individual, each home, each building, each business, whatever it is? Easy. The city, the state. The county, each individual owner, like the homeowner, the store, the plant, whatever it may be, they could own and maintain or pay for maintenance of those equipment up to a certain point. Of course, if you have a, let's say, a home, you're not going to pay for the upkeep of the electrical grid past your property, of course. Anything between your property and someone else's property, it would be the city's or the county's or the state's responsibility to maintain that line, maintain that equipment, just as it is with water. Why cannot that be the same for electricity or power? Water companies are another monopoly that I probably may discuss in a later show or chat. But for right now, let's focus on the your power company. Why is it that you do not have a choice? And when you obviously, and as I'm arguing here, you can, as we should. When you have a choice, of course you have competition. Of course you have the ability to switch. When you have the ability to switch, companies actually all of a sudden pay attention. They have to pay attention to you. They have to keep you happy. They have to do their job. They are not all-powerful, all-controlling as they are right now or as they are when they are a monopoly. That's why monopolies are not allowed in almost any other sectors of society. But they are, of course, in several. This is one of them. As of today, it should not be that way. It doesn't have to be that way. And this is why I am arguing right here. The expense of operating a power company is no argument. And that is their primary argument, their primary economic reason. Basically, I believe that is their main reason, period, why they are allowed to be a monopoly. Because it costs so much to operate and run a power company. Of course, it costs so much because they maintain the whole system. They don't have to, as I just mentioned. It could be transferred from company to company. If a company is servicing your home, for example, and another company is servicing your neighbor's home, two companies can share the line. They can perhaps share, through some type of agreement, the maintenance of that line going to your home. But again, it could be also the responsibility of the city and state to maintain lines and equipment that are outside of the property of any one person, homeowner, business owners, whatever. And of course, the power company would do this, paid for. They would maintain those lines even outside of your property, paid for by whatever state, city, or government that is in charge of that. And 
again, it is very, very possible, and I argue here better. So their argument is weak as far as cost, as far as who maintains what. Another thing that shouldn't be allowed is for the power companies to mandate, to obligate you, and to make it illegal for you to not have any power. I mean, this is the United States. That is the very opposite of freedom. It's supposed to be the land of the free. If you choose not to have power and you are completely able to live without it, which, remember, power is not a requirement for life. Never has been, never will be. It's not even a requirement for health. Never has been, never will be. Many argue the opposite. I have plenty of arguments against it. It is a very nice commodity. I will give you that. Very, very nice commodity that makes many, many things possible, available, easier. However, it is by no means something that you actually need. So making laws that prevent you from disconnecting power, it is not only savage, but it's despotic. It is authoritarian. It is pretty much like living in a dictatorship where they dictate, the government can dictate to you whether you can or cannot have power, especially when you have to pay for it. If this was a service that was subsidized or even paid for by the government, fine, make it a requirement. But you are basically requiring someone to pay for something to a private corporation, basically saying to a person, household, business owner, you must pay for this service from this private company. Or talking from one person to another, you, person number one, must pay person number two because we make it illegal for you not to pay person number two and have his or her services. How much sense does that make? Think about it. And this is exactly what's going on. In many areas, you must have power. Otherwise, your place of dwelling or business becomes uninhabitable and condemned. At the very least, you will have to still keep their power and pay some sort of monthly arrangement to the power company to basically offset you not having power. You can, in some areas, disconnect, keep a house disconnected for a short period of time, temporarily, to sell that home if you don't live in that home. And when I say disconnect, I mean not use their power, just shutting off the main breaker. However, you must keep an account, you must keep the power on. Basically, that account is active and being paid you will be paying a relatively small fee. However, you will be paying that fee. It is usually here in this area. It may be different in your area, many other areas. About 30 to $40. Last time I checked, a few years ago, it may be more by now. But why is this? I ask myself and ask you. Why is this even allowed to occur where you are mandated and obligated and made to pay? This makes no sense, and it is an utter travesty that this is going on in today's day and age. If you are a very, very poor person or person that's disabled, cannot work, cannot pay, you may be put into a certain program sponsored by the state, so the state or government, city, county, whatever it may be, may pay for you. However, you are still paying. You may be paying through someone else, but you are still paying. And guess what? It's not the government paying, it's everyone else paying, chipping in for you. They are, in fact, basically helping you out. And guess what? You have no choice whether you want to help chip in and help those that cannot pay. That is just something that comes from up above. That's pretty much a tax on you. So, again, what kind of freedom is that? The home of the free.
just goes against all that. It's a shameful lie that this is the home of free when you are made to pay for others. Yes, I would any day help someone else to pay for their power when they're disabled, when they cannot work, when they are just being abused or they have low skill, whatever it may be. I have no problem paying a little bit to help them out. But don't make it mandatory. Don't make it to where it's the law of the land that you have to do this. Because there are plenty of us that are willing and able to help. And when you force us to do something, there becomes too much room for abuse, too much room for taking advantage of the situation and enriching yourself in the pockets of corrupt companies and entities to make money off of this tax that is collected from people without even their knowledge. Many people are not even aware that they are being taxed in behalf of the power company to help others, help people that cannot pay. And another thing is that it is very, very difficult to get into these programs to where your power bill is subsidized. Very difficult, very cumbersome, is not advertised at all. It is buried in a lot of complexities, as I mentioned before. It is buried in dark and obscure websites and notifications, notices within your power company. They don't make it easy to see and easy to apply for at all. It's the complete opposite. They attempt to hide it. They attempt to discourage it. They attempt, by all means, to stigmatize the people that actually get into these programs. The actual act of qualifying and being a recipient of subsidized energy. They treat you different, meaning they treat you very as a lower class individual. They use a different tone of voice when they speak to you. They act as if they are giving you something when actually they're not. That money is being provided by taxpayers, government, city, which in turn is other people. So those funds, the power company acts as if it's coming from them. They're making to you some kind of charity when in fact it's money that is basically coming from other people. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Please look for the next episode soon and please ensure to share this with your friends and family. And please like this content and subscribe as a sign of support and for me to continue to provide this type of content to more people like you. Lastly, if you wish to support this content further, please visit the links provided in this publication. Thank you.